very uh, intriguing question also right which all of us are sort of uh, striving to find answers to right i'm um, sure that you don't have an answer right now but i'm hoping like <laughs> we can get there yeah yeah no i i mean i think there are some answers but uh, it's not it's not very clear as to what exactly will be that you know like that overarching solution of sorts uh, that uh, the industry in general can find because uh, it is of course a very fluid situation uh, things are changing almost on an everyday basis um, but at the same time i mean uh, what what has been interesting for us is that um while of course business uh, has slowed on especially on the live action shoot front or fresh shooting front um we we and a few of our associates have actually ended up finding some very interesting solutions of how does one sort of you know remotely manage a shoot or how does one manage a shoot with say one person because we all sort of you know coming from a film school background or having worked in the field for about over a decade or so one always kind of tells oneself and everybody else that filmmaking is not a one man show it cannot be a one man show but now the whole world has been forced to sort of look at it as as much as possible a one man army uh, getting to execute what needs to be done so there have been times when that's been made possible uh, but again it depends on the requirement it depends on the on on have you done the, anything uh, like that recently uh yes we did uh, we did do a couple of shoots like that uh so remotely yeah yeah absolutely remotely shot uh very very minimal crew so let's say about a 20% crew strength of uh, of the normal so i mean obviously we needed crew because there was some lighting and some uh, you know some sort of cutting and art direction which was needed but everybody was sort of you know like far away from each other and the only person who could go close to the actor was the camera person right right so that way yeah it was it was very interesting excuse me i'll just get a cup of coffee yeah sure no problem uh, ralu anything to add on that uh of course like uh, like he said uh, see every you know like when the covid started it's like you know we have we are looking at in the point of view where like there are like there should be enough flow to you know execute certain things it's not about execution itself like we should get that kind of work as well right so in our business in our service line we are more into animation side where like we we do less shooting we do more into you know uh, graphics graphic like Uh, graphical animations and all on the video production side so for the for the the initial time on the january february or like march like that peak stages like it the the inquiry hit bottom low you know, like we do, we have zero inquiries coming in on each day or on each week but gradually right now it moved up maybe the 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 mindset has changed like uh, people understand that let's still uh, there should be certain level of marketing to be done then only after covid uh, the products can you know go into the market right so we were managing or we were putting all those things into and like all the all the resources on into work from home kind of perspective where like uh, the art uh, you know like uh, for animation it's about how you do in the computer not not exactly uh, when you you do uh, you know like like the shooting so 
we are managing the work work part and after two or three months after you know like after that lockdown stages uh, the inquiries or like the, the work wise like people asking about the requirements and all like started or it, it actually increased more rather compared to you know like uh, before covid maybe it may be like the maybe like they're not going ahead or going for uh, bigger agencies maybe because their spend has gone down or they are going for other smarter solutions or i'll say like maybe shopping at the moment uh, they are trying to get you know like feel about the small agencies see their rates and you know fit some certain things after one or two months so that's how it's working for us uh, no yeah so, i think it was the same for uh, all of us during that lockdown period there was a initially a small dip but uh, it's sort of catching up for us so i i put this topic out because i had something interesting to share that we had done a project recently a live action project that was uh, done completely remote in the sense that uh, it was a fathers day ad film uh, for a brand called herbal life and uh, what we did was we identified a lot of cast members who were uh, willing to participate and these were not professional actors these were just hobbies and people who were excited by the prospect of being in front of camera and we did a filter where uh, we asked them what kind of smartphone do you use so we managed to stitch together an entire film by completely directing them remotely by making them themselves shoot on their smartphone so since it was fathers day the mothers were all three so the mothers were they usually the ones who were shooting and what we did was we like uh, we did a virtual recce of their environment and sort of uh, told them like hey you need to shoot here you need to open your light sources here and to get the framing and composition a little more accurate what we did was we went a step forward and we got on a video call with them so that they can exactly align their phone to how we want it composed and then we would ask them to record it i think after this meeting i'll share a link with you guys it was a very interesting project for us because we did not move out from our home at all like it was completely remote and it was a crowd sourced uh, uh, film so i think that is a very interesting solutions that you guys can also explore i encourage you guys to explore that also because it is possible like you just have to identify the right cast members and you have to check in volume obviously we didn't get the right people uh, uh, right off the bat so we went through a lot of people and shortlisted them and sort of came up with a really good film considering the times so yeah i think that is a, a, a good solution for us for live action shoot during this time and again like ralu said like animation does not really take a hit and we are also pushing to get more animation projects right now because we are still getting live action requirements but we are not 100% sure if it's safe for our crew to even go out and shoot so we have to be accountable to our team as well so yeah i yeah. think uh, another avenue i think would be interesting to explore is uh, the green screen right like sure it's been adopted in mainstream movies but maybe this situation this time is uh, the right time for uh, advertising agencies as well to perfect the art and sort of uh see what we can recreate within our own environments as well uh, 
have you guys done anything related to vfx uh, green screen um yeah i mean we uh, have been getting a lot of approaches um, on that and because i mean green screen is not something that is you know so so new um uh, to yeah. to the to the environment in general so everybody kind of like especially the advertising agencies and um regardless of their scale they're all sort of you know like looking at doing things on green screen and you know like just keying out stuff and uh, putting things together so we we actually did a very similar thing to what you did with the smartphones right uh, where we actually got people to shoot against a background uh by themselves and not a not a chroma key background but we try to be smart about it that people will not have the proper green screen so we just need to find a flat surface which can of course it's a lot more work in post because i mean you can't just key out any color right yeah so uh, we we had to work a little bit harder on that but it it did work so that is and it's not just happening on the video front but it's also happening on still photography it's happening on you know like all kinds of different outputs that people want right and uh, what what is the most interesting thing for me is that it's it's also almost sort of somewhere triggered an aesthetic change in what people want so uh, where whereas earlier there would be like you know we want a particular sort of look and feel of course that that certain look and feel is still there but there is a lot more room to sort of play right. where you know how do you generate that look how do you generate that feel uh, in in this particular audio visual format and even for us it has actually been very similar to the story of both of yours but you know the 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 more post production oriented work has actually uh, increased and on location right. shooting uh, or live shooting and everything has has had a dip uh, there are now conversations which have begun again uh, because i mean our clients are um, all of different uh, sizes and kinds so the the larger ones of course are uh, are far more willing uh, to take that jump and take that leap however with of course with with very very tight uh, safety regulations so that way we are also convinced that our crew is safe right and, uh, our crew members are are in safe hands and in a safe place yeah so it, it's also being done in that way where we like it's it's changed everything it's changed lensing it's changed uh, the sense of direction because you are so limited to the lenses that you can use now Yeah. that uh, i mean you can't really go close and shoot a wide shot i mean you you either like go there like press record and leave let the actor do their thing um so it's it's also increased um uh, uh, like a little bit of pre production in some senses yeah where you have to plan a lot better you have to plan a lot harder you can't do the older thing of that okay we'll figure this out on set yeah because uh-huh. you can't you just cannot so uh, and it's not safe to do so basically sure. um, it's also changed a lot of things for uh, the perception of makeup because now you know actors are just like don't touch me because i don't i don't want to risk it so how do you now then you know tell a client where 
you know we should do this without makeup so that they look naturally of course the reason of covid is strong enough that you know like the actors don't want anybody touching their face so it will have to be done without makeup but yeah there's there's so many different things uh, and yeah i mean the chroma key is definitely one solution but then my question usually is that you know like how how do we build that into narratives because not everything can be done on chroma yeah right uh, not to be and it also has to have the right kind of place right. in in the story in for the brand for the you know for the look and feel for uh, what kind of sentiment are we trying to generate what kind of emotion are we trying to generate so how do we then do that because also if we are shooting on chroma with people in their homes then maybe a light like this is probably going to create a different look than a light that avijit right now has so right. how, how do how does one battle all of that basically because chroma is all about setting things exactly the same across the board mm-hmm. yeah so that that is that is a fundamental issue for me got it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so i think so add, really said yeah, like so, add, so yeah, adding no. to noils yeah your your point like on the green screen part yeah. like, recently like before covid also like you know like the e learning uh, industry there is the, there was a boom you know like we have byjus we have many i mean startups coming into you know picture and also youtubers are bringing more e learning uh, stuff so but after covid like even during these stages like more companies are trying to provide like or promote e learning things i guess so we we have recently did uh, a few videos uh, it's like a poc kind of stuff like how it works like they want to test that uh, during covid how it easily can we can do that so we did few videos uh, for a customer where like e learning things like uh, where like uh, for a, it, it was for a company in the middle east where like they want to teach about like uh how the how the safety works or teach about like how the process of working for the employees so they 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 try to do with animations like it it the work was more into post uh the customer was also supporting us with you know these uh video production side so i think the that that industry is also something which you know we can look upon like um, the agencies like which us can look upon because our kind of services are more inclined towards you know like uh, the marketing side like, like digital side like how we can learn or how we can you know give the audience to learn something rather than advertise something because we have less portfolio in the advertising we have very very low i mean i'll say like num- the numbers are very less compared to the other side like the explainer or the e learning kind of thing. so yeah we did something in that area and also there are a few conversations going on particularly with the startups on the e learning side so youtubers are coming you know like some some youtubers saying like you know like they want to have certain videos which are not which are not involved with humans so they want to have you know stop motion kind of stuff which can be executed you know with a one person two person kind of like you know like they can club together there should be an art direction definitely but you know they you understand the minimal requirement Uh, sorry raju uh, sorry? how did you guys execute this video like what format uh on which part like uh, uh, learning yeah uh, so th- that 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 is more into the post side uh, where like the customer will be providing us you know like the uh 
the shoot and video where like they they try to provide with the green so so uh, yes so but we direct them like saying that like you have to you know do in this manner you have to like uh, kunal said like uh, you know there should be a, a flat surface with that like if you have a minimum requirement like if you have uh, you know like some sort of a color which can be you know like we can key out so like that way we try to educate them we try to give them it went well i guess it went well but it's it, it's still under a poc where you know we can't say anything uh, you know like uh, on the execution or what they willing to do whether they are ready to go with that kind of style but it came out well i guess on a production okay. side but the more work is on the post side where like we you know like we put the you know uh, the key graphics into uh, the video and give them an out Yeah. yeah sure yeah yeah so very i think, much very uh, that for sure yeah so i think we'll just uh, move on to the business aspects of things because uh, like we need to talk about all kinds of subjects here so one thing that i feel is that what you talked about rally about the bigger agencies taking a hit so i just i also had the similar thought i just want to run it by you guys what do you guys think like will the bigger agencies suffer right now because a lot of brands uh, are who used to work with them are not in a position where they can afford to spend like they used to because there's a lot of uncertainty in the market so would this sort of open up opportunities for uh, smaller boutique agencies like us and uh, how would you feel like would be a good strategy to approach these guys and prices obviously a uh, big factor but uh, what do you guys feel about the whole situation with bigger agencies kunal ralu you want to go first <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely <laughs> definitely what I, what i feel <laughs> what i feel is uh, you know like the sme uh, like i'll go one by one like yeah. whether the big agencies hit or not like see that is that depends more on to their sales strategies like how they are putting you know like uh, uh, how they are going to you know talk to the customers so or what type of customers they are going to talk so uh, let's keep that aside but for the opportunity part like will the boutique studios or will the you know like medium scaled agencies get the opportunities definitely there is there is going to be an increase i'm very sure on that part because see the the number of inquiries we get at these stages gives us a, a you know a different thought or gives us a feel that uh there is you know like a boom in that area like uh, for, for boutique studios like us uh because our industry is more into you know like uh, our, our service line is more into like explainer uh, or animated kind of stuff where like uh, a company in us if they want to create uh, you know like an outstanding video they try to go for like uh, agencies like sandwich video where they charge like 100 100000 kind of uh, you know pricing for a minute video but if they want if they are okay with the you know quality not that kind of a narrative but still they are okay with the quality which the other countries are providing they definitely come to like the places like india or like any other asian country so i feel there is an opportunity going to uh, going to you know like uh, increase uh, and uh, yeah even even if we take a different service line like other than the video product so we have a service line in us and ui where like the bigger agencies like charge more than like you know 80 dollars per hour for an us architect 
but if we are going ahead with you know a price range which is again a good price like like $40 per hour or $50 per hour for a us architect kind of stuff then definitely there will be a boom but still we we should take a strategy on the pricing part and we should take a strategy on like how we are going to you know present to the customer saying that like these type of videos are we are going to produce or these are the process we are going to take at these stages if we can convince them definitely yes uh, i think it's going to the boutique studios are going to have a good time at these stages uh but like like yeah it depends on but still there are staff many staff for all these things like if it is on a production side if they are looking at a video on a like advertisement point of view where they want to have a big set no it's not going to happen maybe for quite some time yeah i don't even think clients want that also like interesting story the same brand who we did the uh, father's day video for we had pitched an independence day video and they initially wanted it as a live action video we thought since uh, karnataka removed all its lockdowns we thought things would go back but towards the end the cases started shooting up and even the clients were uncomfortable saying that hey we don't want you guys to do a live action shoot we don't want it to come to a point where you guys get into trouble and our brand image is being affected so i think even brands are aware of that that they can't go as uh high end as they used to but again that's a good thing for them also when it comes to the cost standpoint but i think what's really required here is some really good storytelling rather than depending on a lot of uh artistic uh elements yeah. which we as filmmakers love but in this situation i think sto- good storytelling will trump uh, anything else i think regardless of what kind of format you shoot in if the message of the brand is conveyed at the right way uh, in the right sense i think it will connect anyway we are veering off topic so i just wanted to add about the bigger uh, boutique agencies i mean sorry the bigger agencies so like this was just my opinion like uh, maybe the clients that they work for are up for grabs right now so i think what is missing right now is communication from our standpoint like communication from boutique agencies like yes. so that's why we are ramping up our uh, ma- uh, marketing and inbound efforts we're like we are writing a lot of blogs that are quite topical like we need to write about stuff like this saying that hey you can't afford to go to bigger agencies now so come to us i mean not exactly like that but i'm paraphrasing but yeah. i think people once they get reminded of the fact that hey this is a good alternative during these times i think we can see a lot more business coming in our way and i think yeah. that's what we are focusing right now at that we are like ramping up our inbound efforts yeah it's kind of it is it is uh, i think it's that's something that like all of us are doing right i mean everybody is sort of trying to ramp up uh, inbound efforts trying to communicate a lot more write a lot more emails write a lot more newsletters and all of that um, however i mean responding to one of the things that you said earlier and ralu also sort of kind of um, said almost what i kind of wanted to say was it's kind of that you know the bigger brands and the bigger agencies uh, they have very long standing relationships yeah um, in most part right so and most of them are probably uh, retainers right they are always uh, yeah. i mean yeah like more often than not they are on retainers so 
it's not even about the nature of the contract or anything of that sort but the the i mean for example like bajaj cut off their marketing budget entirely for this year right Oh, yeah. So, but does that mean that they are not going to do any advertising? No, that doesn't mean that they they basically only cut fresh spending. Right. So, whatever has already been marked out for outlays, that's there. But then, of course, they are not going to spend any more this year. Right. Whatever was left is not going to be spent. But uh, what what we have definitely been seeing is that uh, some of the bigger agencies are actually coming to. boutique agencies like us to help them out with you know uh, some part of the production or some part of post or uh, or even some sort of uh, part of uh, pre production for some things so right. i mean that is also another paradigm of what is happening because why do you think they doing like uh, why do you think they are reaching out to boutique agencies um, cutting costs of course i mean uh, it's it's clearly cutting costs it's uh, it's also clearly one opportunity for the bigger agencies to also try out different partners yeah uh, and vendors because there is as i said earlier there is room aesthetically uh, but from the adding cost when we uh, give it to boutique agencies rather than doing in house not necessarily because there are some parts which they do outsource sometimes Uh, it again depends on the project right so if right, if yeah. they and it's also because people couldn't travel so mm-hmm. that has also enabled a lot of uh, boutique agencies to take up work on the behalf of uh, larger agencies where they needed something to be done say in bangalore but the agency or the creative team from the agency which was managing it is sitting in bombay right so you know but then the actor for example might have been here or uh, you know so maybe you want to go get another dubbing done uh, a recording done or even just get a photograph taken that gives us people like us an opportunity to you know get into the game in, yeah in right so and this is just regarding advertising but in other aspects i think it is it's also um, open doors for a lot of people to actually bring storytelling again to the forefront yeah because there's now there is no time or room for all the other uh, shusha around you know like we'll do this effect that effect to look this look that look there's no time there is no space to do it so now really people have to go back to the core of what what to do we actually do we tell stories right yeah yeah we absolutely. tell stories in the most interesting ways that we can um and so now the biggest realization i think for everybody is that you really have to go back to the core of what really filmmaking and storytelling is all about yeah yeah absolutely i mean we all want that more often than not we don't get that opportunity from our clients but still that's what we want <laughs> yeah yeah current scenario like if the market is go like the market share of the big agencies are uh, is reducing constantly due to you know lack of uh, like flashing of marketing budget and stuff so how are you currently you know marketing your services uh, like in today's scenario as in terms of you know like all these brands you know uh, wanting to shoot remote ads and stuff and you know like how can you shoot be- be- for example there might be a strategy like how can you shoot better ads at a lower cost just by sitting at your home and how you can you know like make it happen 
like I, we market our, ourselves right now in today's scenario so what do you guys you know like how do you market yourselves yeah cool <laughs> so i think uh, i think one major thing is that the whole idea is it should not ideally be around uh, doing things at a lower cost uh because actually shooting remotely or you know like managing these projects across different spaces and time uh, even time zones at times uh it's actually a lot more work right it's actually a crazy amount of work to just get things done in the right way uh when you are not there in person so uh that way i don't think it's necessarily a lower cost but it is something that smaller agencies are more adept at because they work with a smaller team they work with many people doing different things within the crew so right. you may have somebody who's an ad who also produces who also does line production right yeah. so that one person doing a three people's job is something that the bigger agencies not that they can't do it they can but they're just not used to just that agencies of our size are sometimes just far more used to doing multiple roles by the same person mm-hmm. and executing it at a certain quality that can be uh, that can be at par with the bigger agencies right um, so that is i think that is what is to be pitched to the clients however um, that said it's also of course it is a tough game because Uh, a bigger agency like something some agency with a with say like a strength of 200 300 people um, is is there realistically a chance for an agency like us which is you know like between 10 20 10 to 20 people uh, to compete with that they're 10 times our size so that is also something that needs to be looked at so you can't really go hammer and tongs uh, at their market um but you definitely can make small you know steps baby steps towards getting somewhere close um because as i said earlier i mean like the bigger brands and bigger have like much, sorry sorry to cut you off uh, the situation looks a little more optimistic right now in this scenario to catch up with definitely. them right definitely there is there is scope but then the the attack also has to be done with a sharp arrow and not you know like not a right not i think avin was asking about that like what are you yeah. doing from a marketing standpoint to uh, sort of attract these sort of clients or are you doing anything specific like that i think it's uh, i mean it depends from case to case because uh, if if a client comes to us with a very very specific requirement that this is what i need um then if we are going to be able to do it then it's obviously a no brainer so uh we just were like but because they come to us uh, a lot of times but about us reaching out to clients yes we are trying to you know like have examples have samples that you know this can also to be done uh, without actually shooting in filmstan studios or without shooting in film city in bombay uh, right. you can do this in you know fraser town and bangalore why not so right it doesn't uh, it doesn't really affect so much of course there is a difference but that difference is marginal so that's that's sort of what we try and pitch to them it of course changes from pitch to pitch to discussion to discussion and everything so that 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 dynamic uh, nature is something that we've kept because we don't 
we don't want to sort of get into like a pre-formatted thing that okay this is what we have and you know like here yeah this is a box of candy now pick and choose it is not that it's not yeah. something that works for sure i think uh, ralu has been quiet for a while i'll just shoot this yeah. no no i was listening to what kunal was saying like even i i i agree with kunal's point on the pricing part like it's not practical to you know like reduce something you know which we were used to or the effort we are putting at the moment is more like comparing or managing you know set of people sitting in different different cities and you know uh trying to give a solution to a particular customer in one uh, one uh, you know one format so right. it, it's not about the pricing itself it's not scalable model where like you know give shout out like with we have reduced in you know, like 30 percentage of our you know normal uh, pricing and bring more you know, take more work it's not scalable at all at this stage so what we try to do is like you know like we reach out to more people with different types of solutions say in vera production side like you know like we do more into explainer or we do more into animated side where like we try to give them solution where like we combine certain set of uh, you know we take a product data or we take set of qualified uh, leads we try to give them like say we we are doing you know like 6 6 second or 7 second type of animation videos for you for for the for the certain product in youtube so we try to solutionize uh, think i mean depending upon what type of customers they cater to if they are into b2c then we say more like you need you know bumper ads you need like these type of bumper ads in animation side so we try to provide them a solution and bring them to us uh, speaking to us okay we we have similar thoughts so we get that kind of a response from them but right. majority of our customers come to us asking about solution so we also put these on tables help each other out in the industry and uh, share things that work well for us uh, from our perspective what we found was marketing through writing blogs has worked well for us and i know this is not a new thing but what has become new is the amount of topics that we can talk about that is new like any if it was pre covid and if you want to write anything it wouldn't be something new it would be something that uh, agencies everywhere mu- must have tried but right now we are in a unique situation where we have genuine insights to share like kunal about the whole chroma background sh- uh, shooting you could have a blog about that and i think that makes it much more engaging for an audience uh, to see fresh topics like that in fact right after the fathers day video we uh, wrote a pretty in depth uh, uh, blog on how we were able to pull off like that because that was a big question that our client had see remote shooting and all sounds fine but what is the plan how are you guys going to do it and by uh, mentioning the our entire process in our blog it was uh, we were able to convert a few leads uh, because they were sort of they got, sort of got the entire picture of how it can be done so yeah so i just want to share that maybe uh, this is a right time to do inbound marketing especially for smaller boutique agencies and uh, yes that's something that's worked well for us and i had for both of you guys like if you were to things are definitely going to change like what would you say is going to like uh, really be different in our industry like kunal from a live action perspective where do you see uh, some new innovation some new format the future of how we are going to be able to shoot advertising what is the one thing that you would pick whether it be green screens 
animation, some other new format. Where do you see this heading? Uh, Kunal, you're on mute. Yeah. 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 So it's it's not really uh, it's not a single point answer, right? I mean, it's it's sort of it's a mix of everything. I mean, Absolutely. for us. I must like what, what's your gut is, feel like if you were to choose yeah, yeah. So the gut feeling is that uh, of course there's uh, the the whole thing is going to shift to a lot more post based uh, work. Work, yeah. Um, because of course there is there are lots of technologies that are also getting uh, honed very very fast due to yeah. the necessity of the time that we are living through at this point, at least like the whole of 2020, that's the gut feeling that the entire year of 2020 is mostly going to go um, at the rate of maybe like say 10 or 20% of what was happening earlier in terms of live action shooting. Um, that said, uh, of course, the remote shooting part is taking off. Uh, slowly clients are starting to feel confident in agencies abilities to actually execute that yeah um, and just a little uh, point about budgets that um, now even brands and bigger agencies are also realizing that um, remote shooting does not necessarily mean a smaller budget yeah. uh, it probably means a slightly higher budget than earlier because you have to then get systems that work. Um, mm -hmm. Like for example, if you're shooting with an uh, Alexa SXT, uh, you have to have that kind of a network to allow it to stream live to a monitor from where it will again then be streamed live to say a Zoom. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So you, those backend things add to your cost. So that's what mm -hmm. brands are also now starting to realize that um, mm -hmm. they, they also have obviously, you know, uh, come around to like, initially they were all like, you know, like, let's, let's all stop spending and let's, let's reduce uh, expenses as much as possible. Uh, but now they're all like, you know, unless we market, unless we maintain brand visibility, unless we maintain our presence, it's going to be out of sight and out of mind. So yeah. Uh, they are spending. Uh, some of them are actually spending a lot more than they were spending earlier uh, mm -hmm. to keep relevant in the market. Yeah. But the one thing that if, if you ask uh, that way is I think it is going to shift to a lot more post-heavy workflows. Right. Uh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I totally agree with Kunal. Like the post work, work, the work going to be there like on the video side, it will be post-related more. Uh, and also, I think the uh, the the e-learning industry is going to boom a lot yeah. because people are shifting to that. Uh, there are lots of new startups coming in because we we get you know we have a service line in the branding side where like we create brand identities for the customers. So we get to know like startups more from that uh, service line. So the startups are coming like e-learning kind of startups are coming where they are pushing to a particular you know uh, category of uh, stuff maybe. Uh, there are there was like a recent inquiry related to you know user experience part. like that uh, that particular company is giving providing you know like uh, topics to the their audience in only in US side so they have architects who are going to you know, teach the uh, some people so 
it's easy to you know execute where like if you have a green screen if you have a good camera then you can shoot the things so it's all about post production how you put uh, you know other animations or other graphics into the into this yes. yeah yeah so that is that is what i think budget wise yeah there is there there, there are like uh, people who are or there are companies who are going for a lower budget because of their service in because of their industry because people uh, who are into b2c which are not essential at these stages uh, has lost lot of you know like uh, business because of this situation so they they don't have that kind of a budget they come to you know for a lower kind of solution which you know it depends on like what strategy we are taking like previously we answered that i, I think kunal clearly mentioned that the, the budget we, it, it is on the higher side at the moment like to execute certain level of videos so and also to bring out the pricing or you know lower the pricing and uh, provide them a solution it's not scalable so i think uh, the boutique studios does, should not take that kind of an approach at the moment because that may hit after 3 or 4 months maybe after the yeah. post covid yeah. it's going to hit them because they can't you know increase the pricing because it, it, covid is over they can't do that so and also there is, and also putting the budget on as a topic here so uh, there is a relationship with certain customers right you can't break because of covid situation Absolutely. so for them like we should we should you know we should help them at the at a certain stage yeah. like we have a good relationship with you know geojit uh, so they had a hard time and i think like uh, for the past three months so we are helping them out like uh, with certain kind of solution which we can provide you know like at least covering the cost for them for certain months and see like how the marketing goes and yeah so it's a, it's a mixed opinion it's a, it's a, you know it's not like a single answer which, uh, i think anyone can provide it's like a very descriptive you have to touch many points you know yeah Yeah, yeah i mean that's the whole reason we are having calls like this to have conversations yeah. like this and try to get new insights and ideas so i think mm-hmm. uh, what i i feel about this is that there's going to be a lot of innovation in the tech space uh, in fact i just saw a video i'm i'm not recollecting which brand it is it's a very new nifty device so it's like this big box that you can send it to wherever you want to and from that box emerges a really good high end dslr uh, a light pops in a ring light and a six channel stereo so everything you need to shoot someone is provided in that little box and even a layman can use it so people in the industries are coming up with a lot of new uh, innovations because like it's all coming from the film industry like they are taking a huge hit now and they are throwing money left and right on r&d to find solutions like this so i think one of the ways things are going to change for us is through new technologies like this and regarding the post again we know how how much effort it takes to uh, recreate a really good vfx background and how much time it takes maybe a situation like this will propel people to create a uh, more interesting softwares where you don't need a lot of vfx background and it's all ai driven and you can get your solution done faster that way i think the world might be gearing up to that because the film industry will definitely invest in technologies like that 
So I think, yeah, I'm excited about what's new that's going to happen in the technology space. As far as business is concerned, I remain optimistic. Like uh, Kunal yeah, said, yeah. Like, everyone needs to have their message out right now. They can't afford yeah. to not be a presence in the exactly. market right now. So they exactly. do need videos, but uh, again, it's very client specific, very project specific what the budget will be. If it yeah. is say, a player that is in the education space, we know that they can afford to spend a little more and they should because they face a lot of competition from other learning platforms so they can afford to. But like we said, we all have those smaller guys who we have long-term relationships with and we should definitely uh, service them in a budget that's fair to them. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's where we stand right now. Nowadays, like in today's scenario, like the B2C business, you know, B2C advertising has taken a lot of it. So, yeah. you know, like now, now all these, you know, uh, like requirements are coming in for B2B businesses. So, you know, no, because every brand is, uh, you know, out there, you know, like B2B brands are pushing out there to, you know, like market themselves, you know, sell their products, services or whatever they are into. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Like, how is the B2C market Kunal, now, like uh, in today's scenario? Like, what do you think? Are the inquiries more, com- like the prospects are more or do you think the business has gone down? Do you work companies? with more of B2C or B2B, Kunal? We have a mix of both. So... Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is B2C. Uh, there, are, there are a couple of clients who are in both spaces. They do B2C as well as B2B. So um, it's it's a mixed bag, to be honest. I mean, to answer your question, Avijit, uh, yeah, the B2C uh, businesses themselves have taken a lot of hit. Yeah. But from that perspective itself is what I was saying that, you know, uh, they are also very mindful of the fact that they need to keep advertising. They need to keep the word out there uh, and they need to keep the brand visibility going, uh, especially for non-essential items, as Ralu very uh, rightly said that um, at this point, essential items are doing fine because uh, it's not, you know, it's, it is essential. So everybody is uh, buying those things, but non-essential items, like for example, the auto industry is hit really bad. But uh, they are they are uh, still investing a lot of money in um, getting the word out there, keeping brand visibility going. Even even the course, even the hospitality, right? Yes, hospitality. hospitality. Yeah, hospitality is is it's really like in the dumps, right, right now. So correct, correct. Um, there is a lot of innovation happening on that front in the sense of the narratives. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, there is hardware innovation and, you know, like what kind of cameras to be used to, you know, shoot and this and that. However, uh, there is a lot of innovation also happening in the way they want to communicate about the hospitality industry itself. Because now they can't say, oh, come to the restaurant or come to the hotel. So a lot of these larger hotel ranges like uh, Indian hotels or uh, Fortune or, you know, any of these welcome group or any of those hotels, they are basically now investing in a completely different sort of paradigm of telling their brand story. So what is it about? It's mostly about, you know, we are so clean and et cetera, et cetera. So that's one side of things. The other side of things is that in a direct B2C sort of segment uh, of, of, of products that you can physically buy. Um, all those brands are actually now beginning to invest again 
in uh, there, there is a return of print ads also uh, if you see or like let's not say print but yeah i mean it's the same ad that will go on to digital and print so design wise there is a lot of requirement they are doing a lot of photography um, which is then happening uh, in these smaller home based studios right so right. they will send the product to the photographer so they are also trying to figure out all these remote sort of working scenarios yeah. Yeah. and again they are also innovating in terms of how their story is told right like for example uh, something like a parley g uh, had the highest sales in three decades in the months of march and april wow when the when the migrants were traveling from place to place right so so it it's it's a various like it's a crazy mix of you know uh socio economic factors socio political factors it's a lot of uh, you know like that dynamic is also at play so demographic wise also like what brand delivering to what demographic uh, that has a huge role to play in whether they are actually um spending more or spending less so the brands that are actually uh, catering to 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 sort of not the very high end of of clientele they are the ones who are spending more uh, to be honest because mm, they want yeah. stuff to be bought um other brands which are it's actually the middle rung of brands which is in 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 splits so sometimes they spend on on very very specific sort of uh, uh, outlays and uh, some on some outlays they've just stopped spending entirely so Yeah. But one thing which is very very interesting is the number of brands which are actually repurposing and rehashing older material that they had yeah. into newer forms, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So one of the most interesting things that I came across in the last couple of days was the new Nike ad which has come out uh, about sports yeah. and how you can't stop us. That's the hashtag in the ad. Oh, yes, right? yes, it's, yes. It's an incredible piece of work. Yes, it it was awesome. Like. Uh, yeah. yeah they try to mix you know like uh, the videos so that, that was a yeah. you know like catchy you know like <laughs> oh they really and it's all good. about what i mean they they just basically rehashed all these old videos that right. they right. have from different sports right so right correct that, that's, that's the level of innovation that we are looking at uh, this mm. year at least that you know how can you come up with ideas where the brand doesn't necessarily have to you know spend a lot of money on getting new stuff shot Right. but mm-hmm. if if there is a bank of videos which can actually be used then it's all about how you come up with uh, new and innovative solutions and then the brand is actually willing to spend they are actually willing right. to spend if there is a viable solution that one can give them right, right. yeah absolutely and and, and also and also in the b2c just just to add to that b2c yeah. part like even the the fintech uh, finance banking insurance these sectors are doing i guess pretty well at the moment fintech specifically like a fintech area like a, the even taking at some like a google pay so they are doing very well because even the kirana shops shoppers are like trying to put you know for safety reasons maybe you know even even certain companies like we we have a, a customer in bahrain like the bfc payments where they they are trying what they are trying to do is like they have customers they are they are happy with like the business they are getting at this stage so they want to you know like uh, re 
think about the you know experience they are providing to the customer so they are changing you know like the us they're changing their marketing materials they even thinking to change the brand you know like uh, the the branding part of certain areas like you know uh, so that level of changes are happening in the fintech or in the banking finance sectors so i think it yeah. depends on the industry basically it depends on the industry yeah. absolutely yeah yeah there are certain certain b2c segments which are uh, which have definitely taken a hit and um, they are not willing to spend at all like yeah. uh, i mean as as ralu said earlier like the hospitality industry it's only the top tier which is actually spending a lot of money or uh, the money is actually being spent by uh, zomato and swiggy and uh, dine out and all of these uh, sort of secondary layer is actually spending money on promoting these restaurant brands or or right. chain essentially so that that is also there i think uh, one kind of video that we are getting regularly right now is a whole covid safety video so that has sort of become a new product right now especially for any yeah. industry that has retail or any industry that is in contact like we are doing a video right now uh with a brand called instacar where they have sort of had plastic partitions between the passengers and the drivers and mm-hmm. so they want a video about that safety we did a video with lifestyle again safety we have reopened our stores we are using yeah, hand sanitizers yeah. the whole shebang and it's interesting it sort of became a product for us right now like uh, mm-hmm. like you rightly mentioned there are companies out there who still want to do videos but they are laser focused on what the narrative should be like they know that it's there's no point selling their brand right now because if the customers don't even trust uh to come into their stores there's no point so they are really focusing on those covid safety videos right now so yeah, yeah. i mean like you said lot of variables in play right now and uh, mm-hmm. let's hope for a good period ahead yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't want to take too much of your time, guys. It's a weekend. Anyway, thank you so much for being part of this discussion. And uh, uh, if you guys could share uh, some of the work that you said as your examples, like Kunal the Chroma Award and Ralu, uh, any recent projects that you've done, I'll also share yeah. the Father's mm-hmm. Day video that we did. De- uh, we did mm-hmm. just to see mm-hmm. what's out there, you know, like what everyone okay. is doing out there. and uh, we really yeah. hope uh, you guys be part of this community like we are just starting this out we want to sort of build this into a larger audience and get more higher industry mm-hmm. players as well as speakers so uh, please mm-hmm. do uh, continue engaging with us in we are trying to run this every week and hopefully we'll come to a stage where we'll have a much larger audience and much better content to talk about anyway thank you so sure. much guys thank you thank so you. much Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Pleasure Thank you. talking to you all. Yeah, Kunal, Avijit, yeah. and Noel. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much, guys. Stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.